0: Hey, Fab here. Thanks for for listening again. uh, Before we jump into this week's episode, I I wanted to know, I don't know if you've heard, uh, but uh, Paul and I are launching something super fun, super amazing, super useful for you. Um, We are launching an exclusive sales and marketing community. Um, And best of all, it's free. Uh and you don't need to download any apps or log into any platforms. All you need to do is send us a text message at 438-601-1595. That's it. Just send us a text message and you'll be able to chat with us directly. Uh we'll probably we we have a ton of really fun ideas like sharing some exclusive content uh and things like that to that community as well. So if you're looking to dive a little deeper in sales and marketing, you can even get your specific individual questions answered by one of us, uh, this is the place to do it. It doesn't get better than that. Free sales and marketing advice uh, and exclusive content. So once again, just text us at 438-601-1595. Thanks for that and enjoy the show. All right. Hey Ball. Hey Fab, how are you? Hey Charm. I'm good. Good stuff. A technical issue there. But <laughs> I'm good.
1: Yourself? Good. Is, is, do we have a technical issue or is it okay?
0: No, we're good now. First attempt was bust, but now we're ready to go. All right, hey, so today I'm I'm getting interesting actually. Work. We're opening new territory,
1: so it's normal to have technical issues. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we're, uh, today should be interesting because, 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 why should today be interesting? Yeah, because um, we didn't really pre- pre-prep anything at all. And two, we'll be talking about a subject that we don't really normally talk about. And three, it's very timely. So we're going to talk be talking about a bit uh, sales and marketing software. And I say it's timely because... After a few, after a week or so of speculation, Salesforce purchased Slack. So software is definitely top of mind for uh, for a lot of salespeople right now. Um, but yeah, sales and marketing technology. What do you? Uh, I don't know where to start. What do you have to say about that? Well,
1: <laughs> I, I, think, I think honestly, you're. I um, you're uh, oh, there's some uh, some back uh, reverb there. Am I talking too loud?
0: All- no, I don't hear reverb
1: good well you know it's interesting fab because there's i think there's 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 really let's let's start by the two polar opposites right you've got the old school <laughs> the old school and the old school thinking modern sales who said ah i hate all that software stuff just you know let me do what i gotta do and go where i gotta go and, and all that and then you've got the super high technical people who like are are, are early adopters who like use it to the full max and get a certain, um, obviously good results from it. And, yep. and and let's face it, most people find themselves, I think in between there somewhere, like either closer to the old school guy or closer to the, the, uh, the super early adopter. And yep. my take, this, this is a personal thing, right? Because um, what I've seen and when I say it's personal, it's it's anecdotal data. I do have a lot of anecdotal data because I'm a sales consultant. Uh-huh. My my anecdotal my anecdotal sales data yeah. tells me that um, the right software makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. That the right implementation makes a huge difference. Yeah. The problem is, uh, I think. A lot of people don't have the knowledge, capacity or bandwidth when I say bandwidth, the energy or the time to implement it properly and mm. offline before I was giving you a perfect example. I won't mention the software, but then after that, I'll stop talking and let you give your point. Opinion. <laughs> um, I, I worked for a large company in the past and we had decided to move forward with a specific um, CRM. Yeah. And the CRM that they were trying to implement was a great CRM, but the way it was implemented was haphazard. What mm. they wanted us to do is continue using the old methodology. I was, I was, you know, I was pretty high up in the food chain then. They wanted us to to keep using the old methodology with our team, and then ask them to double up. So it, it wasn't properly implemented. I'm sure it's working mm. really fine and and whatnot, but. That sort of left uh, that experience, personal experience, made me feel that okay, you've got to do this properly, particularly in large enterprises. Yeah, you know, myself, you know, I use a uh, small little CRM, and I use a different one, but you know, I'm very happy with it. it. It you know serves my purpose. I'm alone, right? Somehow. And we're I, switching you to HubSpot by Oh, All right. Way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and and so my take on that is that properly used. A CRM will benefit greatly. Benefit a company, and I don't mean just a little bit. I mean greatly. Improperly used, it's useless. It just becomes yeah. a burden. Um, it just becomes what, sir? A burden. A burden. Yeah. Yeah. And and unfortunately, uh, a lot of people buy the 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 CRM, put it in, sort of have a first, you know, data transfer into the CRM, and then the thing falls apart because. They don't have anyone guiding them and, and, and helping yeah. them invest in you, and, and I think it requires a lot of coaching and, and on an ongoing help. So that's my sorry. That's my overview. So let's hear your overview.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, similar. Although I'll say there's probably a lot less, lot less marketers that are like, as you would call it, old school. Although I kind of dispute a bit the, the terminology, old school. But old school that don't want to use technology because it's just not the way marketing goes anymore, like if you're, I've never met a marketer that was just like, let me just put these print stuff together. And like, it doesn't, you know, that just doesn't happen. And so I think marketing has been, although Salesforce, which is a CRM, and and therefore a sales tool has been around for for a long time. um, You know, I think marketing has been much more software driven uh, than sales, Well, let's call it that. Um, But yeah, there are some people that are you know, more reticent to change and things like that, obviously. Um, That said, like you, I mean, uh, a a marketing tool that's not well implemented uh, is not going to be worth it for a lot of people. It's going to be hard uh, to get value out of it, so hard to see the value out of it. And I think the challenge uh, in marketing is that because marketers tend to be more, oh, what's this new thing and what let's try this out, is that they tend to accumulate this massive marketing technology stack and at the end of the year have a hard time justifying all the various expenses um so so i think kind of what you were bringing to was that i think when you're implementing a software because one it's needed one a great software will help you and and is dare i say required at this point in time 2020 2021 whenever you hear this um is required you need software like just was that let's pause there for a second
1: absolutely I think it's any, any self-respecting sales organization has to move in the the direction of having a CRM mm-hmm. uh, you know it, it's no longer if it's it's, it's when and how Continue.
0: yeah and I think that's it but I think the first step whether you're in marketing or in sales or you're you're you know you're the business owner and you need to, to review all of them I think one is like you have to look and if you're like my CRM is old and dated. If I don't have robust marketing software, it's it's definitely the time to to think at least about changing it. And the step one would be, is it doing what we needed to do? And taking into account that we are 2020, 2021, uh, people have certain expectations. Uh, and, uh, you know, this idea that we're, because we talk mainly to B2B folks, that we're in B2B and things like move a little slower, I think, uh, is that logic is kind of no longer relevant, you know, like people buy from Amazon, people buy, uh, people use Facebook, people, people are used to technology and software that works. And, and if you're not providing that to your employees, it, it, it uh, definitely reflects can, can for the customer.
1: Let me ask you a question. You say a CRM that works, and, mm-hmm. and you know, the way I define a CRM that works in my world, uh, is, Does it help management? Mm -hmm. Does it help? Top end leadership, but most of all, does it help sales? And that's very different, right? Because I think a lot of of people who see the CRM say, "Okay, oh, we're going to have all these great uh, dashboards to see how people are selling and what they're selling and and we'll be able to, you know, and that's true. But to the sales individual, if it's not a sales tool, if it doesn't make their life easier or better as a salesperson like help them do what they need to do, then you're going to have a really hard time. In, in if you're just doing it for accountability pipelines and trying to do forecasts, yeah, it's great. But if your salespeople don't see the advantage of it being a tool, then it won't have, it go forward. And my question to you is, in, in your implementation and whatnot, have you seen, how many times do you see companies sort of forgetting to do the tool partner just doing the accountability and, and the, and the uh, accountability and dashboards?
0: Yeah, I mean, all the time, right? Because usually the decision to, to implement a new software, marketing and sales comes usually from the top. I mean, you might have influencers that pushed up, you know, pushed up and brought up the issue. Um, But at the end of the day, the person or the people making the decision are usually at the top, or always at the top. And they tend to, you know, and and some organizations have very employee first cultures, but a lot don't. And they tend to put their needs above the needs of the rest. And so they'll think pipeline and they'll think marketing reporting and, and this and that. And then that's it. I mean, maybe a little less in marketing, but definitely in sales, right? Then what happens is that you know, it's not clear why the sales process is set up that way, or it's not clear for the salesperson, why I need to update these three properties, or it's not clear what, and so what happens, especially for, you know, what you call before the old school, you know, although that could be a mentality with with younger salespeople is like, the, yeah, the people that the salespeople that have a high confidence tend to be, you know, let me just do what I need to do. And I don't need to do all this. And, you know, we've all worked with these types of salespeople, which are like, they're, their system or their part of the system is a mess. But you know what? At the end of the day, they're the ones that are driving revenue because the only thing that's really uh, properly tracked and across all organizations is revenue. And that's accounting usually that takes care of it. And so they and salespeople know how much money they made or how many revenue they've generated because it's usually tied to their commission. So that's usually the part that's very tight. But the rest is a mess. And that's because they've never seen value from it. And, and you're yeah. right, if, if, and if you can't,
1: you're going to have a hard time getting someone to adopt something that, that is not, I mean, you, you, you might get them to do it, but it you probably won't get the quality or you, you're not, you're not using your, your CRM to its full potential if it's not a tool for your salespeople. But yeah. And I think, there, But to, for it to be a proper sales tool, you need to have a sales process. You need to have, you need to understand your own sales process. You need to understand the sales semantics that you're using. Uh, you need to have a, a common sales semantic. You know, everyone has to speak the same language. You have to evaluate things the same way. And if you don't do that, mm. you're going to have a really hard time turning it into a tool for your sales. And yeah. And I mean, the same all thing all with
0: stuff. marketing, right? Like, yeah, it's nice you know, to implement like a marketing automation software like, like HubSpot and be like, OK, it's, and then realize like, oh, wait, like, uh, what's the marketing pro like, why do we need how should we be using the emails? How should we be using the social? How should we, we be using, you know, landing pages and stuff like that? Because the first step is always to, to, to map out your process, right? And we had a few episodes on sales process, marketing process, sales and marketing process. And I think that's always the first step. But that's always the most, the, the least interesting, maybe the more difficult task to do, especially if you're not you know like you're not a you're not an expert in sales let's say i'm a ceo look how many like a we talked about CEO. sales process you and i
1: look how many mm-hmm. how many episodes how many times we talk about sales process and sales semantic and and these are things that you don't instinctively do because if you're alone if you're running your company alone it doesn't matter what your sales process is because you're doing it yourself right? yeah <laughs> i mean you want you might want to adopt your sales process but you you are your own salesperson. and if you're having success not that it doesn't matter but if you're having success and doing what you're doing well I just do what I do, right? And
0: it works well. But yeah, and there's only a certain amount of hours in the day to be like, well, yes, I could have the sales process to optimize my sales. But it's like at the end of the day, if I'm doing well, the incentive is not there to always optimize.
1: Which is a bit of human nature and it's a bit unfortunate because things are not always doing well. So really, I think before you decide, and that's really the point I was getting to before you decide on a CRM dashboards are great, uh, reporting is great, all that. But before you even go there, you need to understand your sales process. You need to understand the semantics you're using. And if you don't have a proper sales process, you need to establish it. You need to do that first, Mm -hmm. unless you already have a working CRM. And once you've done that first, then get the CRM. Because then you can just move it over, and then your CRM becomes a tool that will be helpful to your, your salespeople. You know what I say to salespeople who are not used to using CRM? I said, that's where you should be writing all your notes. You shouldn't have any notes anywhere else. You shouldn't have anything anywhere else. It should all be in your CRM. It should live. Mm-hmm. That's what your CRM is for. You shouldn't be yeah. copying notes or, and, 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 and in an ideal world, you know this too. You're writing an email from your CRM. You're writing, you're calling from your CRM. Everything's recorded. Everything's there. When I say recorded, not necessarily recording your clients, but the fact that you made a call is there and all the information there. And that's what will make that software usable. And after that, it became, mm-hmm. to me, and year, I know you're very hub centric is like it, but I, this is where I believe that you choose the CRM according to your needs and benefits a little bit like to choose a car. So if you're, yeah. you're driving a Tesla, it's a great car, but you no, know, maybe the, the bolt or whatever it's called there, the GMC bolt, or whatever it's called is, is just as good. Right. Um, and, and maybe, you know, the BMW E, the BMW e will be good yeah. for you as well, or, or maybe you need a hybrid. And, and I, I use that example because they'll all get you from point A to point B, but what, it, what are the features
0: that are going to make it that it's going to be much better for you? Mm-hmm. No, exactly. And I think, and I think it's so much easier to, well, easier, quote unquote, I mean, it's still a large investment and it's still an important decision, but. You know, it becomes easier when you know what your sales process is and you're on and on the marketing side, what your marketing process is and exactly like, and kind of what you need and why you need to do it. And then you can also look at like the competencies within the team, you know, like, do you have uh, somebody who's able to customize and tweak the system? Do you not? Are you going to need a consultant? Like, then it's so much easier to make these decisions because you have, you're just looking for a tool that's going to answer your needs as opposed to just like, they all look the same. I don't know what I'm going to use, uh, because if if that's what your answer is, it's probably that you haven't done enough of your not homework, but your, your initial groundwork of like building your sales process, building your marketing process, like uh, building out the elements that you're going to need, how you're going to address each each element um, and stuff like that, which is like it like we said before, like definitely the first the first step.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, you know, another question i have for you, Fab, because, you know, you, you, you obviously come at it from a marketing sales perspective. Um, in choosing that proper software or that proper approach, what have you seen as being the biggest uh, problem or the biggest uh, barrier that needs to be overcome to really do it properly?
0: In terms of choosing? Yeah. Yeah. The biggest barrier is all it it often boils down to people don't really know what they want. Like they usually get to where, what I've seen when it was time to onboard, I mean, obviously I I do HubSpot. So when it's time to onboarding HubSpot, the biggest problem is usually somebody's fed up with their current system, whether they're using another CRM or, you know, various marketing tools and they kind of become fed up with it. They've either outgrown them or their system's a mess or, or whatnot. Uh, but, but the the, the challenge is like again what we just talked about is how is this new tool going to help me for, or not? Uh, because they haven't done that groundwork, right? They haven't done like okay, fine, my 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 CRM is a mess, so I want to change because I can't stand it anymore. Uh, okay, but if you're just going to do an import and a data dump, like the new system will still be a mess, right? Like so, what do you need to fix it? And then you know, in my case, how can HubSpot help you help you go forward? Um, so that's the biggest one. Is, is the biggest blocker is always that in between, which is like, I don't like my current situation. I I want something new, but how do I make sure that the the old the new will be better than the old? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's interesting.
1: So we we've talked a lot about CRMs, um, mm-hmm. but what about the platforms like Slack or other platforms, like uh, whatever, uh, you know, project management platforms, what about those? What are your opinions on those? I mean, I've used Slack and I actually really liked it, but I remember the time when I started using it, just I'll give you my perception. It was like, why don't we just have a, a, a group chat, right? And then I realized quickly, oh, you can, you can categorize things, you can talk to specific people. And, and I quickly realized, whoa, this is a great tool, right? Yeah, And I really liked using Slack and it was great, particularly in a company, at first I thought, you know, in a very small company, like it was just you and I, well, you know, we just text each other. <laughs> yeah. But the minute you're over that critical, and I'm not sure what Slack says, but to me, the minute you're over that critical, like, you know, four, five, six, seven, even, you know, 10 employees, I think it becomes really useful because you can create little groups. And, and yes, you know, certain phone companies or, or, you know, if you're an Apple user, there's or even Facebook, you know, you can use Messenger, but um, I, I still think there's a certain there's a very user friendly approach to Slack. I just remember thinking, wow, this is easy. Boom, you're there. It's visual, it's easy to use. It's it's, uh, you know. So anyways, what's your opinion on that?
0: Yeah, I mean, and, and that's it's interesting you went there because I also wanted to talk to you. OK, fine, we talked about CRM, we talked a bit about marketing automation, but there are other softwares that exist, right? Um, You know, I think, you know, obviously, like internal work tools like Slack are important. I mean, uh, you know, it's it's interesting that Slack got acquired by by Salesforce. I think Slack needed it because Microsoft came strong with teams and how teams integrates with with Dynamics and Office and all that. Um, But yeah, those are essential, essential. Right. I mean, I think like any video conferencing software, like internal communications are going to be critical. You know, when you're in sales or even in marketing, you know, speed is often of the essence. And so, to be able to reach out to somebody on on Slack, do a call, do a video call right within the platform with one of your colleagues. Uh, Sometimes, you know, what's worked. What I have, even if I have Slack channels with different of my clients, so we can I can go back and forth, chat with them and stuff like that. I think is is a crucial, is becoming increasingly crucial. And I think that's why. Salesforce, in part, why Salesforce acquired it. And like you said, also for CRMs, like salespeople tend to not like them. And so like maybe having a tool where the salesperson actually is could could help. Um, but I think that's a big addition because internal and external communication tools are, are crucial.
1: And, and are there any uh, are there any other tools that we should mention? Like um, what's that project? I'm, I'm forgetting the name now. I think it's uh, is it Monday or there's another project Monday? Monday.
0: Yeah, Monday, there's Trello. Uh, so those are basically, what I like about, because what I've seen before in some companies is that the sales process becomes kind of a project management tool. Uh, so what I like with using a tool like Trello is that your sales process, your sales process, but yes, yeah, sometimes, and, you know, last week we, we spoke spoke about sales engineering. And so some sales processes and some marketing processes can become very complex um, because the product you're selling is complex. And so having in parallel a, a project management tool that, you know, helps you, you know, spec out a project or something like that uh, can be really useful.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And in sure. marketing,
0: I mean, these Trello or Mondays are, are super useful because, you know, marketers are often require different types of material like videos and images and text. And so it becomes easier to manage the team and know exactly what's needed for what at what date for which campaign and stuff like that.
1: And let's let's talk quickly about the simple stuff like the, the cloud storage uh, platforms like Dropbox, you know, I, I use Dropbox a lot actually, and, yeah. uh, and I know like yeah. if you're using the Microsoft Office, you have, you know, I think it's OneNote or whatever, I forget the name of OneDrive, yeah. right, and, and you can OneDrive. stick everything on the OneDrive, what I like, what I like about Dropbox is a little, it's a little bit platform agnostic, so whether you're Mac or PC, whatever, you know, I can send things and, and create things, I don't I know, I'm, I'm not a connoisseur kind of there, I, I will not pretend to be a connoisseur, kind of I'm, I'm very much a, Um, you know, I use it for my own purposes and it works well, but what's, what's your opinion there? Is there, is there an opinion or like whatever works works to use?
0: Whatever works works. I think, uh, you know, obviously like these tools, like my, like the big, big juggernauts there are are Google, Microsoft and, and, uh, and Dropbox. Uh, you know, if you're, if you tend to work in a Google environment, like you have Gmail and you have Google calendar and also, you know, drive will probably work well for you. if you have various platforms, maybe a Dropbox is more interesting. Um, and if you're Microsoft, you know if you lose it, if you use Outlook, if you use Word and stuff like that, maybe One One Drive or or One Note or whatever it's called is is probably most interesting.
1: Well, you know, for example, um, you know I've got nothing against Teams. I love Teams. At times I've used it; it's very useful. But what I don't like about Teams is if you're not a Microsoft, if you're not using Microsoft platform, and you're not a Teams person. Like the other day a client of mine was they really had to fiddle to figure out how to send me a video or a record. Yeah. Whereas what I like about Zoom, I just, you know, I can record it to the cloud or to my computer. I can send it to anybody, you know, it's, yeah. it's before whatever format and, and everyone and anyone can use it. So uh,
0: I, I don't know. Is that just me being a little bit old school there or? I don't, Honestly, I haven't had that much experience with teams, so I can't say for sure. But yeah, these platforms try to keep you within the environment. And that's why the Slack Salesforce thing makes sense, right? Because yeah. Uh, Microsoft came in strong with Dynamics and Teams and Office and all that integration. Uh, so again, I think it it varies a bit more. Like you know, like yes, you'll have two two tools like Zoom and Dropbox that are maybe more platform agnostic, and they're good for for maybe companies that ha- are more platform agnostic and have different elements. Maybe they're Salesforce, where they use Word and they use Gmail for their email. You know, maybe you want something a bit more. Uh, agnostic, but some companies are very integrated. Like they just use Google products and then you know Hangouts and all that. Is, they, maybe,
1: maybe there's something here and that's interesting. Is you're talking about Google and whatnot. So you know, obviously Microsoft, you've got Dynamics, you've got you know the ERPs, you've got everything. You could you know Microsoft's got everything, and you can just yeah, Microsoft. Yeah. Now Google has a lot of of, of uh, interesting, but they don't have a CRM, do they? Have they feed no. themselves? You think that's intentional to, to keep the door open so that they. Uh, as you know I, I I wonder if that's the next step that Google's gonna you know buy up some some like Hubspot or something and, and say okay it's now integrated with the
0: with gmail or,
1: or the g suite yeah,
0: yeah i don't know i i mean I don't know that that Google really went into the enterprise software space you know I mean they do do some enterprise stuff with cloud services and everything, but um I don't think i don't know if it's in their game i mean i i, I yeah. remember asking speaking to like some tech specialist a long time ago like maybe 10 years ago and saying like how come how come google doesn't have a crm like it just feels like it makes sense um they decided not to play there. I, what's that sorry
1: they decided not to play there yes. yeah, I guess.
0: yeah i just don't think it's their their space like i think they're more com- consumer space i mean yeah they have like enterprise and small enterprise in terms of the email and the calendars and, and the drive the you know files and all that, but you know CRM is an and it's such a crowded space. Like it's a very difficult space yeah. to. Well, I mean, to, if they I mean
1: the big guys, would be you know if they bought HubSpot or something else, it'd be very interesting. You know?
0: Yeah, and I'm sure a lot of you know smaller companies that G-Spot, use. Sorry. <laughs> What's that?
1: They could call it G Spot. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man we had to go there
1: <laughs> no it just, came,
0: it just came into my head i said oh that's too funny i said "Fab's gonna love that one i'm gonna make them laugh oh, that's good um yeah i just don't think it's it's their space to be honest with you yeah. it's All a crowded right. space and they don't probably don't have the expertise to do it and it's probably just not that worth it at this point you know yeah. um I, I, but that's I, it I, and the same thing goes for apple
1: right apple hasn't associated themselves to to any any crf no. and, and because I mean, it is, you're right. It's more enterprise. So really, who, who are the only company? The only company that's created one big solution so far is Microsoft,
0: right? Yeah, I mean, Salesforce is there. I mean, Salesforce is a, you know like Salesforce of course, when they acquired. Salesforce doesn't.
1: But Salesforce they don't have an email service. They don't. You know what I mean? They don't have a full service. That's so it's, it's just. That's true. Yeah, it's, look, it's just a just a comment. It's me going off on a tangent here.
0: cool but if we bring it back to technology so I wanted we talked about some of the marketing stuff some of the sales stuff we talked about some peripherals but I wanted to know like have you used uh like other things so like for example in my career on the sales side you know like we've used like kind of these prospecting kind of email sequencing call sequencing tools we've used call recorders to be able to record conversations and we've used maybe more, you know, data tools and all that to yeah. go get, you know, when you're prospecting instead of like scouring LinkedIn, you could just go into a zoom in for whatever and grab the data. Have you used any of those? What's your thought on those? Yeah,
1: I have used them and they were very interesting. Everything has limitations, right? So, yeah. um, but you know, for example, there's one tool that's, that, that works really well with LinkedIn where you can, you know, you know, send out a lot of information at the same time and, and it's great. It's wonderful. Um, yeah, and I I, I firmly believe I, I I'm I'm a firm believer. I'm one of those guys who I I like those tools and I like the way it works because um, in my natural state I'm not the most organized human being. So other than it helps me be organized, and that's probably why I, I prone all of these organization tools, because they really help you be organized, you know. Mm. And 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 why 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 rack your brain when something can really help you go in the right direction? So yes, I right. use them. Um, I like them. I like the prospecting tools, but they have limitations. You know, it, 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 you can only do so much. You know, um, yeah. the perfect bot, and I could train it to do all of my prospecting and cold calling. I'd love that, right? And maybe, maybe that's the next phase. Maybe, you know, maybe two, three, four, five years from now, you'll be able to have a bot show, you know, they'll learn from you, and then they can go, go do your prospecting, and that's wonderful. Um, I remember there was a
0: tool actually, and I forget the name now, but that's, I mean, you still had to upload the data and, and whatnot, but it was kind of an AI bot that would do the email outreach. And so they would tweak the messages. Based on how the prospects would engage with your emails, oh, cool. and also based on their loads of data from other people using it. So, not
1: like Watson I, becoming a racist after having used to, after talking to people for, for two, three weeks or something. Remember that? Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: true. And so, I remember that tool specifically. They had determined from all their data that Rachel was the, the name that got the most open. So, like, a lot of the bots were, were called Rachel, like the process, the, 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 for this. The AI-driven SDR was called Rachel and all that. So that was that was fun. But I know as a marketer that one of the tools that I love when salespeople use are, are call recorders, uh, just because for, for marketers to get intelligence into how prospects think and stuff like that is really interesting. Uh, I like those a lot. So that, like it just kind of records the call so that then, you know, obviously the sales manager can then listen, listen to the calls as well to, to be able to train and coach. But for marketers are great because You can really hear a prospect talking and if you have a good consultative sales team who's asking good questions um, then then you can really hear the words that the prospects use and hear their real concerns and what are the real whys of of getting buying your product and stuff like that so i know
1: that there was uh, one software that even calculated the amount of time that people were speaking so if you're a salesperson and you should be speaking 20 percent of the time and you were telling me oh, yeah. It would tell you, and it was looking for keywords. So I think those are great tools. You know. Yeah, I think what. No, we, I have those tools. Yeah, and I think it's great. I, th- I think you just have to. Um, what's very important in all this is you keep your objectives uh, clear. And, you know, why am I using this tool? Right? Yeah. Um. And, and what what am I trying to do with it, and where is it trying to get me? So so let's summarize this. So, I I think I think we're both on the same page on this one, but that these tools are great. So. What, what do we say to people who are not sure how to go about finding these tools? What's the first step? What should they do?
0: I think the first step is, from, you know, obviously, apart from using HubSpot. From using HubSpot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, use HubSpot, <laughs> you'll be fine. <laughs> um, no, I think the first step, which is usually the most difficult, are, are what, what, what's the problem that you're trying to solve, right? And, and I think increasingly the customer experience from A to Z, right, from when they're a prospect to when they sign and, and afterwards, like, what's it like? And so look at, are your tools allowing you to really give your customers a full experience?
1: Fab, what if, uh, if there are no problems? What if, so a lot of people want to right. grow I mean, forward, so uh, shouldn't they be, what, what's the first step in looking towards, you know, let's say that all they're using right now is they have their, you know, basic, you know, email, whatnot, and and they don't have a a great CRM. Like, what's the first thing they should do to to, um, and I don't have the answer. It's not a trick question. Uh,
0: No, I think, you know, I think one, you need to take an honest look at yourself, if you still have like an old software legacy software, I think you need to take an honest look. Uh, And that goes on the marketing side as well. If like I spoke to a customer or a client or potential a long time ago and they had like an old content management system, like, they were the only clients left on that contact, contact management system. And then you need to take a serious look and really consider like, is this doing what we needed to do? Yeah. And I think on it, if, if the answer is yes, I think I would really dig deeper uh, because there's usually a reason why other customers have left the software and stuff like that. So I, I know it's not a really tight and neat answer, but I think, uh, but then you also need to like, is this getting what I need out of it? Right. If you're using like, if your company, your salespeople, are still using like Excel sheets? Let me put it this way. What are the questions? What are the questions
1: that you need to be asking yourself? Let's,
0: let's am I getting what I want out of it? As, as a lead, Let's say I'm a business leader or, or a sales or a marketing leader. Yeah. Can I see what's working or not? Can I see what's driving revenue? Can I see that? To, are my people or marketers using? I thought that was three. Uh, what's that saying? I thought that was the third one, but. Okay, whatever, three. Uh, I think I, is is my team using it, right? If, uh, if I have a CRM but nobody's using it, you know, or if I'm paying for marketing automation software but nobody's using it, okay. there's a question so, there.
1: So, so there's what software should I be using it and how do I implement it and what objectives am I trying to reach? Because that's what I would say. I would say... I would say first and foremost, what are your objectives? You know, most companies want to grow, so we want to grow and we want to grow rapidly. Okay, how will this software help you get there? Whether it's a CRM or a project management tool or a communication tool or a, you know an email tool, like, and how do they work together too? That's that's one yeah. thing that, you know, like for example, I'm using G Suite, but I'm using a third-party CRM, and I'm using you know another. Um, a discussion communication tool like how do they work together i think that's important as well right
0: yeah yeah of course and but you're right and i think the first thing is like what's my what's my main goal like it's like you said growth so depending on what type of company you are that could mean acquiring customers it could mean
1: mm-hmm.
0: more profitability more revenue you know like every company is different um but and then is like is your tool allowing you to do that if if not or if you're not sure i think there's there's some homework to get done yeah. at that point Okay. If you can't say, yes, my CRM is helping me drive, let's say, new customers or get new customers because then if you can't answer that question, then mm-hmm. I think you need to to take a step back and, and look at why you're using the CRM that you're using or how you're using it and stuff like that. Cool. And same thing on the marketing side, right? Am I, am, Is my marketing software allowing me to, to generate more leads so that we can get more customers? And if you're not sure, you need to...
1: Talk to an expert that? like Fab or Paul. <laughs> Boom. We just no, <laughs> but it's true. It's not an easy question. It's just I think you have to ask yourself these questions, but you also have to know what to look for. So I think I think having that's that's what's great. Actually, a lot of these CRM platforms have people that can help you discover what it is you need to do, and you can talk to them and see what's best. Uh, you know, a, a lot of a, a lot of them have great demos, that you can look at you know the interface is important too how does it work on the phone are most of your reps on the road Or most of your reps sitting at a desk or uh, most mm. of your reps um, how engaged you want them to be you know i've got a client using teams and they're like oh hold on you know i was talking to you the other day well i mean that team's this person you know and he, he reaches out to them and it's almost it almost works like slack yeah everyone's there you see who's available and boom you can talk to them you can send them notes you can create you know streams so there's 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 i understand what salesforce bots like um yeah Okay, so hey, uh, I think we have to wrap this up. What's the name on me? That was really fun. Okay, perfect. It was really cool. fun. I hope you got more confused than when we started.
0: That was yeah, me. okay. So let's let's clear it up. The two basic things: CRM, marketing automation tool. Like, look at those two things. If they're not helping you achieve your revenue, if you don't understand how, then you need to rethink what you're using. Start
1: there. I like that, Fab. That's a great wrap up. Okay. All thanks, right. Take right, care, Paul. Ciao, friends. <laughs> Bye.